1: Padres are turning along in the NLS. I don't know how else to put it. They're turning along. They're 31 and 43 as we speak. Let's talk about uh, what's going on with them. I'm Allison Fitter. I'm here with AJ Caswell. Of course, covers the Padres, who's about to be knee deep in all star coverage. But before we get to that, AJ, um, I was very happy to see that Matt Kemp is starting to come around a little bit. So you had a nice article about just like how he has been um, uh, more selective in June. The pitches that he's swinging at, and it's really uh, paying off. So, uh, tell us a little bit
0: about that. Yeah, it goes, belong, it goes beyond the walks. That's kind of been like the thing everyone's talking about here in San Diego because he only walked four times in the first two months, and I think he has six already in June. It, it goes way beyond that. It's more the fact that he's not swinging at pitches outside the strike zone. I and mean, in the first couple months of the season, he was swinging at I think 44% of pitches out of the strike zone, which is just which is absurdly high, especially for a hitter of his caliber. And so uh, pitchers pitchers notice that and they pitch him outside the zone and he gets nothing to hit. And that's kind of why his average was down around 220. Well, in the last couple weeks, he's been la- he's laid off those pitches. Uh, pretty much he's laid off almost all of them. He's, he's bringing that uh, swing and miss rate down. And as a result, pitchers have to pitch to him in the strike zone. So his uptick, I think he's he's hitting around 370 uh, in June. In June alone, uh, that kind of that that's that's the result of his being selective at the plate because pitchers know they can't they can't get him out with pitches outside the strike zone. They're taking notice of the way kind of the way he's swinging the bat, and when you have to pitch to Matt Camp, when you have to throw fastballs to Matt Camp in the strike zone, he's going to hit him.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would imagine that being in a lineup kind of void of. Uh, scary hitters, um, that can really get a guy out of his game if he's not careful i math cover teams where they'd have, like, I just remember, like, kind of Hunter Pence's last year or two in Houston, and I was fascinated, like, really impressed by how well he was still hitting with, like, basically hitting in a vacuum, and that's when things can get a little, like, they try to overcompensate a little bit, too, like, do too much because there's really nobody else who's going to be able to do anything. I mean, that's all kind of mean, but that's sort of how it is, right?
0: Yeah, and it's kind of a chicken-or-the-egg type thing because, the Padres' offense as a whole has been fantastic this month, and Matt Kemp's been great, and the guys behind him are also hitting well. So it's, uh, is it, is Matt, Matt, Kemp's, Matt Kemp and Will Myers are obviously the driving force behind that because they're the Padres' two best hitters. But it's also not a coincidence that Derek Norris is, is hitting the ball well. Jan-Hervis came back. Melvin Upton Jr. is hitting the ball well. It's not a coincidence that the guys behind Matt Kemp are, are, are putting up better offensive numbers Thus, giving him a little protection in the order, uh, kind of maybe taking some of the burden off of him. It's not a, even though Will Myers and Matt Kemp are the guys, are the guys that the Padres rely upon. Uh, it's not those two are bust right now, and that as a result of that, Will Myers and Matt Kemp have really flourished. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Okay, so I was uh, reading with some angst uh, the the way that Fernando Rodney's. Um, pursuit of a record for the most innings without an earned run allowed to start the season uh, came to a just sad little ending. Um, so, okay, so let's, talk, let's like, just set us up for. Uh, tell us what happened there
0: um, when he was, uh, you know, trying to trying to get this record. Yeah, so he's at a he was at 25 and a third innings entering this game. I believe it was Tuesday night in Baltimore, and uh, he said 25 and a third innings. They bring him on with. Uh, two outs in the eighth inning, and he gets the final out there. So he has 25 and two-thirds. Randy Jones' record is 26 innings. Um, and obviously, if you want to, in, in terms of record chasing uh, for scoreless innings, you need to complete innings. So if he goes two-thirds of an inning in the next inning, it doesn't count because he needs to complete the whole inning or be removed and have someone else finish the inning scoreless. Anyway, uh, he, puts, he puts men on second and third with two outs and gets an easy chopper to first base and the ball hits off the back of the base and goes between Will Myers' legs and uh that's the only earned and, and that allows a run to score and that's the only earned run that has been scored off Fernando Rodney this season. And uh after the game it was funny for the pretty much to a man, Fernando Rodney was the least upset Padre. I think Will Myers said, Hey, I'll take an error, give me an error even though it, you can't give a guy an error if the ball hits off the base and he's supposed to adjust like that. Andy Green said it was it was unfortunate, and they they look into appealing, which it, it has since been appealed, but it's not it, from what I saw, it's not going to win. Um, anyway, it 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 was just kind of a fluke play, but it says it speaks volumes that Fernando Rodney—that's the only earned run he's given up this year.
1: Yeah, no, I, I mean, there's there's really yeah. I, I mean, Andy green it's not like he was kind of sheepishly saying like or kind of being coy about it, like, yeah, we might appeal, which would be, like, a really odd thing. I mean, you can't overturn that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I guess that happens. But uh, it does seem like normally when this stuff happens, it is the person that it's happening to seems to be the less fazed by it than anyone. I mean, I would
0: think that Fernando Rodney is probably thinking he's just happy to be having a pretty good season. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, if you, if you look at what his job is, which is to close out games, he got out of a bases-loaded two-out jam in the eighth, by getting Adam Jones, one of the better hitters, uh, one of the better hitters, one of the better hitters he could face, to ground out weekly. and then he gave up a, a meaningless run in the ninth after the Padres had expanded their lead. So he's kind of like, "Hey, I got my save. I did my job. I, I mean, I gave him another run. I wish I wish I didn't, but I did my job." And so uh, it's it's interesting. I think it's kind of cool. Will Myers hasn't committed an error at first base all season, and so after the game, he's there jumping around, basically saying, "Hey, give me that error." <laughs> uh that's that, that 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 could kind of break history um but Fernando Rodney he's it's I think I talked about that at bat against Adam Jones because that was obviously more prominent in the scope of the game uh because that was at the time it was a one-run game um he threw two pitches Adam Jones one was his change up which is his, which is his out pitch which is his best pitch and Jones was Way way out in front of it, he pulled it foul, and then he threw his fastball right on the outside corner and gets a weak rounder to second. He's, he, every fastball he throws seems to be on one side of the plate or the other, where it pretty much can't be squared up. And every changeup he throws uh, seems to have hitters off balance. Uh, and that mix, it, he's it, there, there's a bit on obviously a lot of All Star talk with the Padres in the All Star game uh, for a guy who's only earned run he's allowed was a fluke bouncer off first base. It's hard to it would be hard to keep him out.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean there are a couple of guys that are worthy of um All Star consideration, which is really says a lot for a team that's in last place, but there is some talent on this on this team. So yes, okay, now we're gonna we're gonna shift over to um All Star <laughs> It's just funny, um I mean everybody cannot wait to like get to the city for All Star. I mean they're all you know, every major league city is nice and has uh, things to look forward to being a part of, um, but just the fact that it's just like the most wonderful weather city uh, in America and so beautiful and uh, everyone just can't wait to get there. So is the city like gearing up for this? Is the, is the team ready? I mean, uh, you know, is the is the stadium really shiny? Like, what's going on out there?
0: Well, you've been here before. The stadium is always really shiny. Fantastic yeah, ballpark this way. It's but so yeah, I mean, everywhere, everywhere you go, there's the All-Star logo. Uh, it's People here are are excited for it. Obviously, the Padres haven't put together the season they would have liked, but this is kind of the this, this event this summer is kind of the the uh, the kind of the showcase for the season for the Padres. Um, and like you said, they have a few guys who could kind of represent them this year at the All Star team, even though they've been struggling. Uh, they've been playing better baseball of late, but I think everyone's everyone's really looking forward to this in San Diego, and obviously it seems like the national media is really anxious to get here, which I don't blame them. It's it's beautiful out right now. Uh, So uh, obviously you couldn't have a better showcase uh, of of a city than probably what we'll have in July.
1: Yeah. It's really cool when it's a city where it'll be like the only thing going on. I mean, you know, New York, um, I mean, both when the Yankees hosted in the Mets, and they did a phenomenal job. The city did an amazing job, um, just uh, making sure it was so organized. And I mean, just everything was like a whale oil machine through the entire city. But it was just one of many, many things that were going on. It's really cool when you get a city like you know some of the smaller market teams, where it's like in Cincinnati last year, it was the only thing going. And uh, no matter how good or bad the team is. Um, it's just so it's like a prideful time for the fans. I would imagine that. Um, I mean, is it, is it going to be like, uh, any different, like downtown with like pedestrian traffic, or you think that they've got things,
0: uh, pretty settled there? Uh, it, it might be a little different, but pro- probably not too much. It's in a, it'll, uh, it's, they will during the kind of two days leading up to it, they'll probably shut down the few blocks around there. But, um, I think for the most part, uh, It'll be, like you said, the only thing going on in San Diego, the biggest thing going on in San Diego, but it's it's not going to necessarily stop what other people are doing.
1: Yeah, no, it's perfect, too, because the airport is, like, so close, so I think I'm, I don't think they're going to have any issues. So very good. Okay, AJ, thank you so much. Good luck with everything, and I'll see you soon.
0: All right, thanks for having me on.